When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, just a heads up. If you want to get way more unpopular opinion in your life, head over to patreon.com slash unpops. You can get every episode of every podcast we do completely ad-free for just $5 a month. We do 10 episodes a week. That's 12 and a half cents per episode. You don't have to listen to them all. You'll want to because they're all really great. But you don't have to listen to them all. We're not saying you have to have that much free time. But if you do have that much free time to kill, Unpopular Opinion is a great way to do it. Because we put out a whole lot of great podcasts that you should be listening to. $5 a month. You get to hear them before the rest of the world. The benefits are nearly immeasurable. I mean, they are. But because just playing around with words. Anyway, patreon.com slash unpops. Go sign up. And even if you don't, we love you anyway. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Pretty Stand. With your hosts, Caitlin Cut, Gary Martin, and Ben Tubman. Welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo. Boo. Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh, no, never mind. Yeah. This is going to be weird all night. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> Carrie, what have you been up to since we recorded last? Oh, God, so much. I laid out by my pool. Sure, sure. And I read that Amy Schumer book, The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo. Right, right. I actually liked it. Was it uh, better than the the stand-up special? Uh, the one where she wears leather? I don't know. I didn't see it. Bad times. And I like Amy Schumer. I, yeah. I, I, wanted, I didn't want it to be as bad as people said. Really? Okay, so I haven't seen it. I just heard a lot about the dress. I do want to buy the book, I'm Dying Up Here. I heard that's really good. Oh, is that a book, too? Because it's a documentary. Yeah, it's a book as well. Mm. Oh, no, no. The, the oh, no. Oh, I'm Dying Up Here. That's the Showtime series that's coming out. I'm pretty sure there's a book and it talks about like the comedy store. And, yeah. Like, people. Yeah. There's a there's like a TV series version of it. Really? Coming out. Okay. It's, I mean, the series must be based on the book. And they talk about the guy next to who jumped off. Yeah. The, the roof. Guy, guy who committed suicide. Yeah. yeah. It looks like it'll be really interesting. Jim Carrey is like producing it, I think. So there's going to be lots of anti-vax stuff in it. I'm sure. Not anymore. No more. No, no, not not. Th- now that him and Jenny McCarthy broke up. I mean, she's Donnie Wahlberg is probably on that list. Yeah. And Jim Carrey's off that list. That's true. So uh, so what are we talking about today? Mm. I asked as you were taking a drink <laughs> from your water. No, that was perfect timing. Celebrities who get taken advantage of. We're talking about one main one. I mean, we got a, a few to talk about. We have a few, but we have one main one. The main celebrity disappearance that's on everyone's mind lately. 
I was very excited to write these notes. Did you get a chance to read through them? I sure did, yeah. This is uh, some crazy stuff. <laughs> it sure is. Anything about my note-taking skills? There, I, I like you pepper in a lot of comments. Uh, there's yeah. directions. You wanted Mrs. Duty to weigh in Yeah. at one point. There, uh, I like you. You put jokes in there. I like that. Okay. I like that you added jokes and flourishes to your writing as opposed to just facts. Yeah. I'm trying to find a good example. I also looked up claims of Richard Simmons' sexuality, and it's as murky as the dirty ocean water those sharks in Long Beach are swimming in. Did you write that? Yeah. See? That's great. That's what I mean. Are you making... Oh, I thought you were making fun of me. No, I'm not. I I just said that I like the the little flourishes you added. Yeah. I sat this morning when I realized that I had to write one. I didn't realize it was my turn this week. So I wrote it this morning, and I was sitting there laughing, and I was like, even if they don't enjoy it, and nobody (laughs) who listens enjoys it, I really had a great time putting this together. I think you did a fantastic job. Thank you. So should we talk about Richard Simmons first? There's a whole podcast about this. Yeah, let's. Have you, listened, have you listened to it at all? I haven't. And I don't think there are that many episodes in. So should we just start reading? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Real quick. You haven't listened to it either, right? No, I've never listened to it either. I think I might. But it's like, how many episodes could it be? Like, I feel like there's definitely going to be an end where people just like yeah. lose interest or. And I'm really anti podcast overall. Like, I, I like the stuff on this network. Your mm-hmm. podcast is great. Yeah, everyone else can kind of kiss my ass. There's just so many. I yeah. just, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, it's too many choices makes you depressed. Mm-hmm. I like to streamline my podcast options. And then I just go out and drink. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I don't have time to do anything, but I always find time for a happy hour. Right. Well, that's, that, that is a thing. Yeah, it helps me unwind. Right. There's a lot of thinking that you have to do when you're listening to a podcast. Yeah, I don't like that. I learned the most. I was telling Angie that I, I learned a lot on our Pretty Scary podcast, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know uh, what a truther was. Yeah, that was that was an interesting episode. I love when uh, you and Caitlin, because you're both so smart, but when you're like... We really are, yeah. Oh, remember you wanted to do that that episode about truthers, or you wanted to do that episode about sarin gas, and the whole time I'm like, I don't <laughs> so I just sit there like that's a, not true, like a kid with Down syndrome and smile. But this is your this is your time to shine. All right, let's because let's you hit it. this this uh, podcast this episode was your idea too. It was. Please give us feedback <laughs> <laughs> after you hear it, not after now. You, you know what? Just based on just, the fact that yeah. it's Richard Simmons, maybe just assume that it's maybe great. off that that short comment. If you thought that was a funny <laughs> joke, maybe give us five stars. Five, five or six, if you can turn it, it off. But yeah. so, but if you keep listening, this is what we're going to say. Richard Simmons, chapter one. According to the podcast, missing Richard Simmons. Simmons has not been seen in public for eleven hundred days. I did the math. That is three point zero one human years, or eleven thousand nine hundred forty-eight sweat into the oldies years. I love those sweat into the oldies commercials Finger so much. Me. Finger me. Oh, that was um, great. It does seem weird though that they said eleven hundred days. Like, why wouldn't you just say like three years? Yeah. Like that, 1,100 days, that is exactly what everyone would do, too, is immediately start doing the math. That's so inconvenient. Just tell us the years. Right. I think they were just trying to make it seem like, God, it's like so long, because it sounds like a long time. Yeah. But three years would sound like a long, like, yeah. like if I just up and didn't see you for three years, I'd be like, that's really fucking weird. Right. 
it wouldn't require someone coming along and going, you realize that's 1,100 days, right? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, shit. That's, it's been that long? That's a long time. And then all of a sudden I have like one of those Rip Van Winkle beards. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it works? I think so. <laughs> Good. Uh, I also like to believe that these podcasters have an OSHA calendar posted where they keep track of how many days since Richard was last seen. <laughs> yeah. What if he just turns up? Are they just going to have to stop the podcast? Found Richard Simmons? Finding Richard Simmons. Yeah. He's a guest. And that's maybe how it ends. And then they all take cyanide pills. Yeah. To lose weight. Cyanide pills. <laughs> and it works because they die. Yeah, because they die. This is grim. No. They- <laughs> but that's totally how it's going to play out. So I don't know what the I don't know what else to tell anyone. Dan Taberski was one of Simmons' friends, grew concerned after not hearing from or seeing Simmons since February 2014. My guess Valentine's Day. Yep, really wild Valentine's Day. He's still celebrating somewhere. What does one Get do? Get it, Richard. He's probably they- in Ibiza. <laughs> what if he is? Good for him. Him and his like, 73-year-old frame just dancing yeah, with the kids. Just dancing with some 18-year-old dude. Yeah. I love it. Oh, Richard, we solved this. I want to know how long it said he hadn't seen or heard from him since February 2014. How long did it take before him he to noticed finally that notice he was, he was missing? missing? Was I he like one know. day just like, hey, man, it's been 417 days since I've seen Rich. What happened? Like at what point? I wonder. Maybe. I mean, yeah. How often did they talk? How often did they see each other? Were they more acquaintances than friends? I mean, there's a lot of questions. Because it could be just that Richard Simmons doesn't like this dude. Well, and he's like, I don't know that there's many dudes that Richard <laughs> <laughs> Simmons... <laughs> So so yeah, Dan Dan Taberski, like you mentioned in the notes, he does he does what you do when you can't find your friend. <laughs> you start a podcast, smoke him out. Has it worked? Like has Richard Simmons surfaced yet? No, but they're number one on iTunes. Can you believe that? Yeah, I did. It's weird. There's there's a lot of podcasts right now about just one thing that are really popular. Like right. there's a Denzel Washington one, there's a Prince one. It's crazy. This one, at least there's some air of mystery to it. Like, I know how right. that Prince one ends, for sure. Right. But this, I mean, it's an interesting concept. Yeah, I just, I guess I haven't followed it enough. I mean, I know the name, like his housekeeper is involved somehow. We're getting to that a little bit. So I got this out of People Magazine, which I've always found to be very reliable. And even when yes. I was looking on the internet for other sources about it, they didn't give a ton of stuff. But I think there's also because... Richard Simmons kind of shuts it down fast. So we'll get into that. And by the way, if you can scroll back down or up, I did want to mention that Pretty Scary is a close number two. Uh, yes. On iTunes. And anything Jeff May is on is just ranked with middle fingers. Poor Jeff. I'm still laughing at my own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jeff. So yeah, in episode three, Richard's former friend and masseuse, Mauro Olivero claims that 68-year-old Simmons is being held hostage by his housekeeper, Teresa Ravellis, which his his rep. So Richard Simmons still has a rep. Yeah. So did this guy who started the podcast talk to the rep first and just say, hey, what's the what's the haps? You know what? With old Rich Sims. I don't know at what point. I don't know if the podcast talked to his rep, Tom Esty, or if it was just People Magazine interviewing him for their article oh i see but good old tom said these allegations are a complete load of crap 
Yes. And then it also goes on where Richard Simmons says that the allegations are very, very silly because, I mean, obviously that's Richard Simmons talking. Yes. No one else would say that. Very, very silly. Very, very silly. Very, very silly boo. <laughs> no. So should we, uh, should we read this quote from, uh, this is Mauro Olivero, his uh, former friend and masseuse. Yeah, go for it. He says, uh, it was 6 p.m. and I went into his house. He was sitting in the living room and he was very weakly, physically and mentally. He was trembling. He said, Mauro, I called you here because we cannot see each other anymore. I'm just going to stay here. Olivero recalls of their last face-to-face interaction in May 2014, three months after Simmons stopped teaching his fitness classes and cut off contact. I thought of the worst. I thought the worst was going to happen. I thought he was suicidal. It's very dramatic, but I have to say for somebody who was in the public spotlight as often and for as long as Richard Simmons was, for him just to disappear all of a sudden. Yeah, would, I think, raise some eyebrows. And I feel like Richard Simmons should count himself lucky that people give a shit. Yeah, I didn't know he was still making or still teaching fitness classes. I know he had a studio in Beverly Hills, but I think it closed down like a couple of years ago. Like soon after he went away. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That it right. would shut down after he vanished. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That'd be great, though, if he was like like his corpse or whatever, like a marionette. <laughs> just played a, at a Richard Simmons doll. He just shows up with a fake mustache. <laughs> I don't know where Richard Simmons is, but let me teach you these classes. My name is Nicky Simmons. <laughs> I'm his cousin. And uh, this, is, this same passage is where we find out that Richard Simmons has a massage room in his house. Because Oliveira said he tried to get Simmons to go up there, and Ravellis stopped him. The, like, why the massage room? Like, hey, could yeah. you step outside? Yeah. Can I just talk? I mean, he's probably got like a movie theater room, probably all kinds of rooms. But let's go to like my natural habitat because I'm a masseuse. <laughs> so let's go to the massage room, or let's go where you and I get naked and have butt sex. Right. So I can rub some details out of you. Mm hmm. So, I need to get you to talk, and I think I know how, at least to make your ass clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Richard. I hope you're doing good. <laughs> he, the, uh, he continued after uh, Ravellis, the housekeeper, stopped him. She realized that I was in the house. She started screaming like a witch. No, no, no. Get out. Get out. I don't want him here. Richard looked at me and said, you got to go. <laughs> and I said, really? Is she controlling your life now? And he said, Yes. And that I have to leave. Weird. And fun fact, we record pretty scary in my massage room. We do. It's a multi-purpose room. Yeah, you have a whole drawer of like lo- lotions. Right. And sex toys. You look comfortable recording this podcast this face down. This is a down. vibrating chair. I put a quarter in it and it starts shaking and I leave fulfilled. <laughs> Magic fingers. <laughs> yes. Old ass hotel magic fingers rig hooked do you, up to Do you remember it. those? I do. They were the worst. Adam also has a water bed in the corner, too. I do. It's round <laughs> and empty. There's no water in it. It's gold coins. It's gold coin bed. Like the chocolate gold coins? Real gold coins and made of chocolate. Vel- crushed velvet comforters and purple for royalty. I feel like a round bed is the ultimate decadence. Like <laughs> Decadence at- is not the word I thought you were going to use. 
Well, what word would you use? It's like the ultimate, like if you got a round bed, you're doing all right. Because oh, I think where do you buy it? Where do you get sheets? You're definitely having sex that night. Every night on a round yeah. bed, you better be. You're not, not having sex ever. I think they, you have to, I think it's like licensed. Tie and they, a splint to your penis. They confirm how much sex you're having and they right. come take your round bed if it's not enough. You know what you need to have? It's a call back. What it? What? <laughs> Stone dick. Stone dick. <laughs> Is that the bad one? If it's not funny, you do that one. Oh no! What are I, the different? I think ones? that's. Oh. <laughs> I think that's if it's not funny, and that's for when it gets really tense in here. Okay. Intensity eagle. Okay. It's a red-tailed hawk, though, but it's intensity eagle. Right. We also have gunshots. That's for gunshots. It's when shots fired. It's a good thing we didn't do that one with the truthers. Yeah, probably. We're getting off track. <laughs> what Running would it be through. like if we stayed on track? By the way, uh, when you did Richard Simmons' voice, it sounded like he might be from Totino's lineage. From from West Virginia. <laughs> I think he's from West Virginia. He's a West Virginia Totino. Maybe that's where he's at. Has anybody checked the coal mines there? A lot, a lot of crazy things happen in West Virginia. It's it's possible. If maybe Richard maybe Simmons he's at the Mothman Festival. There, do they have one? They have a Mothman Festival every year. I feel like we should try and get booked on it. That would be amazing. Let's do a live podcast at the Mothman Festival in Virginia next year. <laughs> and then we all have to dress up in our interpretation of Mothman. But we all have to make our own, like, sew our own costumes. It's so exciting that Caitlin's not here to overrule any of this. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad she's not here. Put it in the books. Okay. Next year, Mothman Festival. Or this year, so, next week. Uh, we'll matter. be at CrimeCon. Oh, wait. Yeah, we'll see. No, we just got back from CrimeCon. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're literally there right now as this is going up. Perfect. Perfect. My flight's about to leave. So uh, should we, we, we had a tangent here. You looked up the uh, Richard Simmons sexuality, which is a thing really hasn't ever been addressed or i think he downplays it or just doesn't respond to allegations but when you look it up it says everything it's richard simmons gay richard simmons husband richard simmons girlfriend richard simmons wife like it's i don't know maybe what if he's just out there crushing puss i can't like i can't see it and that's why maybe that's what happened maybe he's just Maybe he's out having sex. I mean, he's worked so hard all of his life. Like, give him a break, you know? Right, right. Let him live. Let him live. It seemed abrupt, but still. Or maybe he's like, a, is it asexual? Where yeah, you're not interested that wouldn't in explain anything? The, that or wouldn't is that ex- where you self-reproduce? <laughs> <laughs> Although That's when of, you're not interested. <laughs> a bunch of little Richard Simmons running around would be cute. It sure would. I mean, he could be doing drugs. There's any number of things he could be doing i mean that's kind of okay hiv yeah probably yeah i don't know they said he seems sullen his friend who by the way seems very dramatic and excitable yeah you mean the friend who started the podcast no the morrow with the oh, massage morrow. room yeah yeah just come on let me take you to the massage room <laughs> we can't talk anywhere else no that's the room <laughs> that's not bugged you have to go there and since that day, that day that uh, Morrow just described, that's the last time anyone says they have seen Richard Simmons. 
Uh, I also wanted to say happy birthday to Pornhub. Just celebrated 10 years. Happy birthday, Pornhub. Happy birthday. I was hoping they could be um, another potential sponsor. With Segway? Yep. Yeah. So uh, this is another spokesman for the... This is his rep again. Richard Simmons' rep speaking. Teresa has been working with him for... Since I've been working with him 27 years. So holding him hostage is the biggest... I mean... Teresa is the house. Jesus, dude, learn to construct a sentence. <laughs> I mean, Teresa is the housekeeper. She's the caretaker. She's extraordinary. She is amazing. She takes impeccable care of Richard, and she has for as long as I've been working with Richard. So that is a complete load of crap. All right, that guy did it. Like, he's in on it. He, that's a lot of adjectives for a housekeeper. Yeah, yeah. Even one that's been there 27 years. Because... A housekeeper can only be so good. Like your house can only get so clean. And then there's a there's probably a big plateau. Well, one of the things that they had mentioned, they showed pictures of her going out to do whatever she does now that Richard Simmons is dead, where she had an $1,800 Louis Vuitton handbag and she was driving a Range Rover. Mm. However, do you watch that show with Jeff Lewis? It's on Bra- Bravo. He's an interior designer, and he's got his housekeeper, Zoila, and she like lives with him. No. Are there hot tubs in it? No. Oh, then <laughs> you I've, ta- I've taken up your rule watch. for TV shows. I don't watch anything without a hot tub in it anymore. Really narrows down the choices. I like it. Cuts the fat. Yes, it sure does. It trims the fat and gives you a lot more free time to enjoy your own hot tub, which I noticed you have one downstairs. I do. I've never used it. Never use the pool. But I think people use your pool, right? Oh, a lot of people do. No one who ever comes over here. Well, no, I asked because this weekend I went to the pool twice, and I think both times there was like one other person there. So I just sat and read a book. No, I loved it, though. Like, Well, yeah, that would be better than it being packed. Right. This pool pool gets packed. And we've had, for the past few nights, a group of people who I can't see them. I don't know what they look like, but they play oldies. Really fucking loud <laughs> late into the night. And it's one thing if someone's partying, listening to normal music, but it's so weird when it's like stand by me blasting at 1045. <laughs> it's like, get to bed, grandma. <laughs> Don't Jesus. Have, don't you have, what if they're up on Viagra and it's just like crazy sex parties <laughs> after all the kids go to bed? In the hot tub. Yes. Ooh. You don't want to go extra in there, dead skin anyway. floating on top after that <laughs> night, just like a film. Oh, of dead skin cells. Because I've heard that. I don't know if that's true, but the foam floating on top, I've heard is probably. I would think so. Although whatever touches the hot water, I guess burns off. Is it, I don't know. Is that slough? Is that slough? <laughs> <laughs> runoff. I don't know. Industrial runoff. Yeah. Okay. Well, so let's get back to to Richard Simmons. Obviously, the, the representative says they did not participate in this podcast because they don't think uh, any of these things need to be addressed, which it kind of feels like it does. That doesn't seem yeah, proper I, yeah, or truthful he was of them. a public figure for so long. People want to know. Yeah, and this rep of his just says that uh, R- Richard Simmons just wanted a more private life. And that when he wants to come back, he'll come back. Wait, can you scroll up a little bit? Yes. Do you see what I'm doing there? I do. Okay. (laughs) 
You're just <laughs> going to gloss over it? It was hard to always understand what Etsy was saying as he was giving his quotes from a cage in South Carolina. I don't get it. What do you mean? Keep reading. <laughs> Richard made a choice to live a more private life. If he decides to come back, he'll come back. People claim that it happened overnight. It really didn't. We were turning down stuff for years and just kind of quieting down. And when he decides that he wants to come back, that's when he'll come back. And when that will be, I have no idea or if he will at all. There really isn't anything to report. <laughs> what? It was like a riddle. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was so many sentences but to I, say there's nothing to report. And I feel like I'm ready to like go to sleep now. Like I was yeah. like getting sleepier and sleepier as you were reading. And uh, he added with his chains clinking, what? which I still don't keep. <laughs> you told me to keep reading and I that did. it would make sense. I did keep reading. We did not cooperate nor participate in this podcast because we didn't feel the need to, nor did we want to. All these things distract from his legacy, and I will not allow that to happen because this man is a world treasure, which that's pushing it. Yeah. He's helped millions of people lose millions of pounds. He said, which. I mean, if it's a, that's like one pound each. Like if we're doing averages. Oh, that's true. That's not like I hope that's multi millions. Otherwise, that's not he's not putting up Hall of Fame numbers at all. Anyway, he's saved millions of lives, spent millions and millions of his own money helping and saving people's lives. This man is a saint, so treat him like a saint and leave him alone. Millions, millions, millions. He wow. says millions a lot in that one paragraph. It's a good five or six. This times. man is a saint. Does he know what makes somebody a saint? Like, how many of these people <laughs> have lost weight or lost it in the eighties or whatever, and then gained it back? Yeah, they talk about it on the Biggest Loser all the time. All like the champions, like <laughs> <laughs> they usually are. Yeah, I mean, you just can't give up your poor eating habits. Yeah, not overnight. You can't just do it overnight like Richard yeah. Simmons disappearing from the spotlight. Like, your body's going to go into shock if all of a sudden you're dancing for a little while. <laughs> yes, you're probably going to lose some pounds. But then as soon as you stop dancing, it goes right back on, plus some. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. He's no saint. He is, he is no saint. But treat him like one and leave him alone. Is that <laughs> what we do to saints? Just leave him alone? Yes. Guy's a saint now. Get out of his personal space. <laughs> You want to say Adam of the trees? Like, get out, kid. Kick rocks. Yeah. And you wear them on a necklace. So, yeah, Richard Simmons, if anyone knows where he is, let us know. He's probably in the massage room. Yeah. See, that's the thing. If, like, once it is revealed where he is, once I find out, I'm just going to be like, oh. And then you move on with so your day. So that's where he was. Yeah. Okay. Back to not caring where Richard Simmons is. And then, pretty scary, we'll get to shoot to number one on iTunes. Finally. <laughs> Finally. We deserve it. We've earned well, yeah. Eh, I mean we could probably put in a we're little on the more board. work. Yeah, but, we probably could. Yeah. But we're doing fine. People like us. We have a wolf lamp. We got the wolf lamp. I mean, He's can a, Mark Marin say that? Yeah. You know? I don't yeah, I didn't hear it come up when he was talking to Obama. Yeah, who was the black guy? <laughs> President. Oh yeah. Yeah. Obama. Yeah. I'm way more like impressed that he got Springsteen for his podcast. That seems like a harder get. Obama does like uh, being on guy. shows and stuff. I think Michelle was on Parks and Rec, and so is Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, that's but fun now. When do you see Springsteen on anything? He did lend a few songs to The Good Wife a couple years back. I don't know if I've mentioned how much I'm into The Good Wife, but great show. I didn't know. Directed by Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. It's actually a crossover. It happens in the same universe as Aliens. Really interesting stuff. 
Are you lying? I'm I'm absolutely lying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, Ridley Scott does direct it, but the rest of it's completely okay. untrue. So- you know I'll believe it. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> felt like Charlie Brown and you were Lucy and you took the ball away from me. <laughs> and it is embarrassing. Juliana Margulies is an alien in it. Who knew? <laughs> Who saw that ending to The Good Wife coming? No one. Should we talk about a couple more celebrities who were scammed? Let's do it. Or otherwise taken advantage of in entertaining ways? I did not know anything about Uma Thurman being taken by Kenneth Starr. Yeah. Who is, is Kenneth? Who's Uma Thurman? Star. Who's Uma Thurman? <laughs> I don't. Why does the name Kenneth Star ring? It does sound familiar. It sounds like all of these guys who did the scamming are can start with Wikipedia. Oh, oh, Enron. Oh, right? who tried to bury Bill Clinton. Yeah, okay. Okay. I dated a guy. Okay. I was set up with a guy who was a high up in Enron, and I remember Googling him. My friend set me up with him on a date, and he's older. He's like 20 years older, and he lived in Dallas. Uh-huh. And so he flew me out from California, and I remember I was, like, super hungover. But anyway, so I get there, and I'm immediately not attracted to him. And then the next day we go down to, like, I don't know, does Pottery Island sound right? Pottery Barn? <laughs> God, that would, <laughs> would have been more exciting. Literally, the conversation, like, it'd be like me asking him a question and he would answer it, and then that would be it. And I was like, this is awful. So then I was like, I'm not like, I'm gonna try to be a lady and not drink all weekend. And then I was like, that's out the door. Like, I gotta do something to like or at least have fun myself. And my friend, no, it wasn't Dallas, it was Houston because my cousin lives there and we're the same age. So I met her and her husband out. We all went to an outback. And I remember <laughs> when he yeah. got up to go to the bathroom, they were like, dude, what's up with this guy? Like, He's not, he's very much like a financial analyst, whatever right. kind of guy as well. Zero personality. And, but he did. He had this nice big house with a pool and he had a movie room. I did not see a massage, massage room. room? Oh. But all of a sudden, he's like, oh, this is my daughter's room. And I was like, <laughs> the record, record scratch. I was like, wait, how many do you have? And he's like, oh, I've got a son too. And I was like, <laughs> but then we got in his Ferrari and he took me out for donuts. Anyway, by the end of the date, because I remember that night, he was like kind of getting close and I was like, oh God, like I think he's getting a half chub. Like, and I had my own room, like in a different wing. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to go to bed. And it was like 8.30. I was like, oh, I'm really tired. I usually go to bed at 8.30 on a Saturday. Like, don't worry about it. Just weird. It's me. And then the next day, I think we went and had Mexican food. And then when he had picked me up, he had like walked into the terminal and had flowers. And wow. Yeah. We got back to his place and he had like because he asked what I drank and I said Charnay so he had Charnay chilling for me dude he pulled up to the curb was like alright see ya <laughs> and then I literally had to hop out and then he like took off like I was still getting my bag out of the car oh, oh god Enron okay fucking Enron <laughs> Kevin Bacon I didn't know he was taken for a bu- <laughs> taken bacon I didn't know he was scammed out of a bunch of money by Bernie Madoff yeah which that's have you seen the Bernie Madoff movie on HBO? Not yet. Um, Pretty good. Is it Wizard yeah. of Lies? Yeah, and I really the, want to see it. And then the scene you have to watch it because the scene where Bernie Madoff's kid, you know, one of his kids had cancer. There's a scene where his kid's given a press conference and he's bald, looks just like Kobe Bryant. White dude looks exactly like Kobe Bryant. What's an interesting uncanny? Twist. Huh? Yeah. I stand by it. Everyone go watch the Madoff movie. 
and tell me he doesn't look like a white Kobe Bryant. So it's just one two-hour movie. Yeah, yeah, Wizard yeah, yeah. of Lies. Okay, because I like Robert De Niro and I like Michelle Pfeiffer, and I hear they're both amazing. So I'm excited to watch it. It is. It's fantastic. Kevin Bacon doesn't come up, which is disappointing. Do, I would have do liked any other to... celebrities? I don't believe any celebrities are like specifically pointed out, but there were a bunch that he he scammed out of money. But yeah, I don't remember any referenced in the movie. Mm. But they go into a lot of detail about how the scam worked and like how the other people in the organization could have maybe not known about it. And it's crazy. Well, so in these notes, it said that he was able to get $65 billion. Like that's Yeah, because he was running a Ponzi scheme that went on for like 20 years. It was the biggest scam they said in U.S. history. And he ended up getting, uh, Bernie Madoff that is, ended up getting, I think it was like 120 years and yeah, he got, oh, 150 years. He got an insanely long prison sentence. And I broke it down to Jeff May dollars, and I said $65 billion is um, a lot of hats from lids. <laughs> <laughs> they have, there, there's a new design your own hat store down by LA Live that like me a- and Jeff just saw. Was he so excited? He was actually. He did point it out <laughs> and mention that there was a. Hat, you know what he's going to put? Lab there. You know what he's going to put on it now? Can put a red bee on a blue hat. He's going to put a cat. He's a cat dad now. Yeah, but cats are good kitties. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, one of his shit in his bed the other night. Which he's had some pretty funny cat dad posts on Facebook. Yeah, it's he's adjusting to his new life. Yeah, he said something about. Uh, he should have had a kid first to practice. And then you get that kid out of there and you get an unruly cat and it's Yeah, he says something about wanting to be brought up at a mic. It's a guy who woke up out of a deep sleep to break up (laughs) two stray cats that he stupidly adopted uh, from like fighting with each other. Yeah. In the middle of the night. I didn't know he had got two. They have two now. They only had one. They like they took in one because it was like an emergency thing. And then they took in one of the cats they actually wanted. Because one of the cats they took in, it turns out, is just a huge asshole and causing lots of problems. Kitty, if you're listening, stop it. <laughs> that should help, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. I didn't know you were such a cat person. I like all the pets. Yeah, I was always a dog ferrets. person. Fuck ferrets. Ferrets are pretty. Ferrets are dirty. Gross. Yeah. It's like having a piss-scented towel for a pet. Runs around useless, when smelling like piss everywhere. I was in Peoria when I was in junior college. There were some guys who were like 19, 20, and they had a ferret, but they also had parties all the time. And one night it got into their acid or something, Good. and then it died. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it died partying. What would Mother Teresa say? Probably. Here's a, here's a pendant. Here's a goddamn medallion. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Mother Teresa. I'll fix ferrets. Didn't open a ferret hospital. Why was Billy Joel on this list? Wait, really quickly. I wanted to point this out. The silver lining for Kevin Bacon was that he was able to recoup most of his money. And this is what pissed me off because I've seen this on American Greed by people who have lost a lot of their money. And in retirement years, they are now like working at flower shops or they're now working as a barista. And it's kind of like, fuck you, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, but Kevin Bacon's the guy who got his back. Like he can... Go make more movies. He can right, go right. Make, do and Kira's work. I mean, there's lots of things they both collectively can do. Why aren't these other people who now have to work instead of spending their golden years with their grandkids and traveling? 
Yeah. I'm angry. I was angry. Yeah, it is, it is weird that of all the people, <laughs> Kevin Bacon, because he, you're right, he has the most potential to just make a ton of money in the future. Yeah. Whereas, like, this, when when you watch a movie, like, these, this scam he ran, like, even his wife's sister at one point near the end invested, like, all of her life savings at a point when he knew this thing was going to tank and that anyone who gave him money was just going to lose their money. Yeah. And she lost, like, $100,000. Like, give her that money back. Fuck Kevin Bacon. I... I agree, and I don't think we covered this with Uma Thurman, but they were saying as soon as she found out that Kevin Starr had squandered some of her money, and probably because they were a celebrity and then make a big to-do about it, he paid her back the next day by taking money that he owed his right. other clients. So yeah. that's the second time we've seen this happen, where the star, who is in their 30s or 40s, is getting repaid right. before people who... Just lost, lost everything. their entire life savings. I'm angry. And it's because probably because people like Kevin Bacon and Uma Thurman could make a bigger deal out of it. Like if they well, went 100% public with it. That's yeah. why. But it's like if I were them, I'd probably be like, I mean, I'd like to think I'd be like Mother Teresa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and be like, you know what? Here's a pendant um, of me when I was in Kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can sell it on eBay and get some of your money back. Get some of it. But only one each. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not made of money anymore. <laughs> Billy Joel, he sued his ex-manager and ex-brother-in-law, Frank Weber, in 1989 for $90 million for investing Billy Joel's money into his own investments. Then he sued his attorneys and accounting firm. They ended up settling. Billy Joel was awarded $8 million, which is a steep drop-off from $90 million. Yeah, I didn't say why... I just know there were like there were some counter suing, so I don't know exactly what happened. But you didn't use my he didn't start the fire pun. Oh, it's okay. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is what I wrote. <laughs> so Billy Joel was married to model Christy Brinkley. I don't think he did much else, claiming that he didn't start the fire, but that it's always been burning since the world's been churning. <laughs> is it churning or turning? Turning, I, think. I like the, I like churning like butter, better. The world definitely does one of those two things, and I don't know if it's churn. No, but but what do I know? I don't know what's happening inside. There's a whole core we never even get to hang out in. Uh, still, how about I just read like my jokes? Because <laughs> well, and then yeah. you can go to like the meat of it. Go for it. Okay, <laughs> we've got two left. Oh, and it looks like you added. Some. I added one at the end. No, that's yeah. awesome. Ben Stiller is known as Blue Steel in that model movie. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> His finances were upended by financial advisor to the stars, Dana Giacchetto. Stiller was taken for $250,000, but again, thank goodness most of it was repaid. Taken out of the retirement account for the band Fish. What? Right. That's true? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. How crazy is that? Again, here's a band yeah, that's older. They're gonna like, need that money more than yeah. poor fish. Poor fish. I mean, back in their heyday, maybe not so much, but out of a retirement account, like that's fucked up. Yeah, that's nuts. So then Dana was sentenced to three years in federal prison. This just shows that old money laundering adage rings true. If you can't dodge a Ponzi scheme, you can dodge a ball. I meant to, Oh I meant to say if you can't if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a Ponzi scheme. 
Dodgeball reference. Yep. <laughs> Our last guy, maybe you've heard of him, Elton John. He is famous for being gay. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Go on. I'm skeptical, but go on. He claims that $29 million of his tour money was mismanaged by PricewaterhouseCoopers and his business manager, Andrew Hayden. The court disagreed. John spent $10 million on his lost lawsuit, and it was shown that he mismanages his own money, having spent $60 million in two years on dildos shaped like Eminem's penis. Carrie, did you add that last part? What? Did Is that from the actual Well, I don't know source. if it was Eminem's. <laughs> <laughs> I that, did add that. That seems suspect that he would sue Price Waterhouse because they're like the... Like, I've always known them to be, like, the standard bearer when it comes to accounting. Like, they bring out the fucking Oscars. Oscars. But then didn't they just have an issue with the Oscars? And I think they just fired oh, Price yeah, that's Cooper right. after however many years. Like, 40 years or 50 years of doing business together. So, I don't know. But, again, I think a lot of these happened, like, in the 80s or 90s yeah. so when suing was kind of new. Yeah, it could be. Maybe. The two that I added, I don't know if people know this, but did you know Dane Cook's half-brother stole a ton of money from him? $12 million. How did he have? Dane Cook used to be huge. dollars Because remember, he was doing movies for a while Oh, that's there. right. He was doing and it was, romantic comedies with Kate Hudson. Yeah, and he's got a fantastic serial killer movie called Mr. Brooks with uh, Kevin Costner, which is actually wait, really good. did that good. just come out? No, it came out oh. in like 2001 or something. Oh, it was a long it. time ago. But it's it's a really good movie. Hmm. And yeah, Dane Cook, you know, he used to be huge. And he let his... He looks good. He did get back to looking good yeah. for a while. But the last time I saw him, he looked really bloated and rough. Huh. He's had a up and go, up and go, you know, <laughs> up and down, something. Career. Something like that. It seems that. like people are very passionate. Like they either like really like Dane Cook or they really don't like Dane Cook. I think his early stuff is really good. Yeah. Like, he's written a lot of really great jokes. And he does have a bit about his brother stealing this money from him. And I believe his parents died the same year it happened. Both parents died separately in the same year. And this money embezzlement thing happened. And he's got a pretty great bit about it on one of his specials that is otherwise pretty shitty. Wait, it says a brother-in-law was sentenced, but it says Dane Cook's half-brother and sister-in-law stole. So the brother. Yeah, I wrote that wrong. Okay. It was uh, his half-brother and sister-in-law who took the money. And his brother was basically just uh, taking it through wire transfers and forged checks. One of the checks, $3 million. Who thinks they're going to get away with cashing a stolen $3 million check? No one's that rich. Like, people who are that rich check their money better than that. You would think, but no. Yeah, I mean, I guess not. MC Hammer. Yeah, yeah, MC Hammer is... I mean, a, he was huge for, you know, however many years, and he just had a lot of people around him, and... Spent they, his money yeah. terribly. Exactly. Yeah. Much like Elton John. TLC happened to them. Exactly. Mismanaged funds or overspending. Yeah. Or both. Maybe shouldn't have backed themselves into that Ain't Too Proud to Beg corner with their first single. No, that actually was a really good song. I know, but then they lost all their money and they had gone on record as being too proud to beg. They could have begged their way back up maybe. They ended up It took a they they took panhandling right off the fucking table with that first single. And I just think it's a short-sighted career choice. Well, it gave one of them sickle cell anemia. Right, right. Yeah. And and it killed 
left, left eye, eye in a car accident in Honduras. After she said or Costa her Rica, boyfriend, something like that. I think it was Honduras. After she set her boyfriend Andre Rison's house on mansion fire. on fire by throwing his shoes into a bathtub. Have you ever heard her her explanation for that? Didn't he, like, cheat? Well, no, there was that, but she was also like, I had done that several times, (laughs) and it just so happened Uh, that this time he had a new bathtub that was made of a different substance, and it was very flammable. So she had burned his shit in the bathtub a few times before. I love that whenever I think I'm burned down the house. Super crazy. It's like, all right, left eye. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tell me about you and Andre Rison. It's going to make me feel better. It's going to help me sleep at night. It's going to help this guy in my bed sleep better at night, too, instead of sleeping with one eye open. (laughs) What? Huh? I didn't hear anything. (laughs) Let's talk about Brian Wilson last. Okay. Brian Wilson's an interesting case. If you follow the Beach Boys or just read about their history, he's gone varying degrees of crazy several times throughout their long career. Like starting in the late 60s when he started doing all this acid, he like freaked out for a few years. They finally got him back under control. And then sometime in the 80s, he falls under the spell of this insane psychiatrist who literally takes control of his life. He signs over power of attorney to this guy. This guy starts guiding his career And it's a really long, sordid tale that you can look into whenever you want, whenever you have the time. But what it culminated in was this psychiatrist talking him into recording a rap song. Are you going to play some? I sure am. It's called Smart Girls. And, I mean, good start. (laughs) It's solid. Yeah, great start. But uh, let's... Is this pre or post Kokomo? This is post... Kokomo. It's actually right around the same time. And man, is it bad times. <laughs> Not bad, actually. My name is Brian and I'm the man. <laughs> I write hit songs with the wave of my hand. Songs of surf and sun and sand. I make great music with my band. Songs of dance to and songs of joy. Cause I'm the original. It's more. This is the worst thing to ever happen to a person taken under the spell of another person. Who is that? <laughs> what is going on? There's all these pictures flashing. Like when it said dynamite, there was a nuclear explosion? And then a picture of a some dude's tr- daughter before it? Tree dependent. Snips. It was like cold, like it's <laughs> yeah. like pointy, hard nips. Shot of Madame <laughs> Curie, Grace Hopper, Mary Shelley. She wrote Frankenstein, guys. There's a blogger. A geek girl poster. Was that the mommy dead dearest girl? No. <laughs> Are you sure? It was her or Weird Al. Rowling. It showed some random girl in a bar. Like, they're just taking random shots of ugly girls at a bar. And are like, she must be smart. She's ugly. <laughs> Tight shot of Mar- Marilyn Monroe's cleavage. That was classy. Oh, Ronald Reagan. 
Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Space. Like you had an erection up until that point, <laughs> it just went down. Some chicks in a book club. I don't know what. Give me a gal who teaches school. It just said helped in Chernobyl for that woman's <laughs> name. She didn't even have a name. Who is she? Again, she's a mom of three in Wisconsin. It makes zero these look sense. like these look like the last known photos of Lena Dunham. <laughs> Everyone, go watch this video. It's called Brian Wilson Smart Girls. Maybe oh. rewind it and watch along with us. Because uh, there's the Bronte sisters, Harriet Beecher Stowe, Rosa Parks mug shot. Come on, Brian. <laughs> that was the shot you had to go with. Helen Keller. Was she and smart? The, and then the I thought she couldn't like read or talk or anything. <laughs> Isn't that the definition of not point. smart? Yeah, that's the definition of dumb. Laura Ingalls Wilder has a mustache in that pic. Catherine Hepburn. These Norma are all... Ray. Norma Ray's. <laughs> I just love that one of these names just said help in Chernobyl. <laughs> I can't. And that is Pocahontas. not Pocahontas. There's no way that was Pocahontas. It was a guy for sure. <laughs> Mother, Mother Teresa! Teresa! Finger <laughs> me! Sexy ladies with oh my God. IQs! I was into this for a little while, but it's not stopping. Yeah, it's really long. Okay. Thank you, Brian Wilson. I can't believe there's any thumbs down. Yeah, there's only 81. But only 325 <laughs> likes. I don't know. Going to be a race to the finish. That, that, was, that was fun. It wasn't as awful as I can't believe I'm saying this. Wasn't as awful as you had made it out seem like it was going to be. It is though. I mean, it's not great, but I didn't think it was awful. The in the in the pantheon of Beach Boys songs, it's way down the list, and they've got some terrible songs. Well, for a rap debut, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was awful. Still, no sophomore effort from Brian Wilson. Yeah, well. On the on the raps. Disappointing. Well, that's where he peaked. Yeah. So uh so this was fun. We should we should get out of here. We We've been at this for an hour now. Yeah, just an Crazy. hour. Crazy. Yeah, just an hour. Crazy. Yeah, thank you guys for listening again. If you have a Mother Teresa pendant. Please send it in. Yes. Does everyone know the address? Yes, Unpops Podcast Network, 1968 South Coast Highway, number 309, Peoria's area code. Sure is. Laguna Beach, California, 92651, something like that. Google that zip code. Verify it before you stick my pendant in the mail. I don't want it to get lost. Yeah, I think that's the only thing we're requesting right now. Yes. (laughs) Let's be very specific on what items we would like people to give us. Yeah, yeah. Also, whenever the new PlayStation comes out, I've never had one. I want to give it a shot. Stick one in the mail. I Send it to me. More, more fun the more obscure it is. Like, we should ask for moon dust. Did you hear about the person, real quickly, this happened not too long ago, who was selling 
moon dust or whatever on Craigslist, and they sold it to somebody for $900. She took it to Nassau, and then... I Did you say Nassau? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Damn it, NASA. Go on. And apparently it was worth like $400 million or something. I don't know. I'm not good with numbers, but it was up there. Wow. And then NASA was trying to be like, oh, it's not, and like not give it back. And then she got lawyers involved and sued them and got it back. That's awesome. Good right? for her. Good for her. But can you imagine that person on Craigslist who's like, no, this, there's no way this is moon dust. $900. <laughs> And then they get the get money away and from they're me. like, what an idiot. We totally got her. Sullying my moon dust collection. Get it out of my sight. Anyway, so I guess that would be the other thing we would like. Yeah, moon dust. If you could send us million dollar moon dust. <laughs> yes. Trademark million dollar moon dust. And then we'll... And then... A new fragrance from Pretty Scary coming <laughs> in time for Christmas. We will make a rap song that you sing. I, I, I will rap it. That you will rap. But it's going to have some of our previous tracks. Sure, sure. <laughs> just intermingled in, and it'll just be us like, dancing around in your hot tub. And then <laughs> there'll be a few people going back and forth on segways because we'll have a contract. We'll own Segway by then. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It's it's coming. And like you can take uh, champagne and like explode it all over Angie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. This all sounds like a lot of fun. I don't know why we're not doing it right now because <laughs> we don't have moon dust yet. Oh, yeah. We don't have that moon dust money. It's coming. Okay. Once we get the moon dust, flip the uh, medallion <laughs> on eBay to some Mother Teresa super fan. Yeah, they're out there. That You know they are. We're going to do it. All right. Let's. Uh, do you have anything to plug? No, just listen to... No, no, but... No. Just <laughs> listen to, if you can, uh, White Wine True Crime. We have just gotten back from CrimeCon. <laughs> We're in the air to CrimeCon. Our next episode will be about CrimeCon. You can find us at com or at WWTC, I believe, on Twitter and Instagram. Hmm. Never heard of any of that. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got going on? Uh, subscribe on Patreon if you don't. If you do, tell your friends. Make them subscribe, too, because that's a good time. You can hear this podcast every goddamn week. And, uh, you know, follow us on the socials uh, at Unpops on Twitter, Unpops.podcast on Instagram, Unpops Network on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube page at Unpops. We're uh, putting up free episodes there now, so that's fun. And, uh, you know, I think that's it. That's yeah, I think all, that's it. That's all we got. Yeah, I feel spent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel really, really it's, it's been a been a haul. We did it, though. We did do it. And I think I'm going to stick around and see <laughs> if your neighbors start playing oldies. I'm going to wait till 1045. They, yeah, I feel like they're definitely going to. <laughs> so that's coming. All right. Let's get out of here. Carrie, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.